So we would like to apologize for not posting an episode last Friday. It was our deepest, deepest apologies <laughs> that we send out to you. I was so busy. <laughs> I didn't do no, anything. No, honestly, like we were about to. Yeah. I didn't do anything but study the entire week. I did not do a single thing. Please tell them what you got on your test. Listen, like we don't got to talk. I got 94. I got a 94. You got a 94. Hold on, let me, let me recap. Let me, let me recap a little bit. Just a real quick recap of my week. I'm taking five classes. I haven't gotten a 3.0 GPA since my freshman year of high school. That's been 10 years. It's been 10 years since I was a freshman in high school. I haven't had. Don't forget that you also work full time. Listen, I also work full time. And I was, I've been doing really well this semester. And I was like, I don't care to get a 3.0 because I'm just like, you know, C's get degrees. Like, I don't really care. But I was so close to it. And like, I saw it, you know, it's like when you see, when you see it, you're like, oh, like that looks kind of good. You know, like I, I want to yeah. try to get that, even though I don't need it. Right. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll try. Why not? So I was like really determined to get really good grades on my finals. And there was this one or there were a few like, for example, there was this one class. I literally needed a 15%. <laughs> to pass the class <laughs> i needed a 15 percent. this is like i'm not exaggerating i need a 15 percent on the final but in my whole studying process i was so stressed to get a 15 percent. and i think i just have like Test anxiety i just have such a, a a a bad relationship with school man like i i get so nervous i could have literally needed like a negative five percent to freaking pass the class and i still would have gotten really anxious and on that exam i literally got literally like a 65 or something i failed the exam we don't gotta talk about that but i passed the class that's all that matters you got 68 so you didn't fail that's that's failing the exam i gotta break it to you (laughs) but anyway i am gonna throw a party for uh, you but the the main class that i was worried about i needed a 74 on this one test to pass this class this is my third time taking this course GEB 3006. For everybody that goes to UCF listen to this, it's the stupidest class in the world. You have to take it. But <laughs> if there's any way you can try to avoid it, please do. I needed a 74. Third time to charm. I needed a 74. I, I studied literally like day and night for this exam and I was so nervous and I got a 94 on it and I passed on my class. I got 3.4 GPA. Talk to me. Yes, sir. Say yes, it sir. again. I got 3.0. What'd you get? 3.4. That's what I thought. 3.4. Um, yeah, so since we didn't re- um, record an episode for last week, we feel so bad. That's why we're talking a little bit I extra really today in the episode because we just miss you guys and we have a lot to update you on. I also have finals that I'm still finishing up. Mashuna mm-hmm. is actually done because Florida universities, I guess, finish earlier. Yep. New York universities finish later. Y'all start later, so too. So I'm still doing them. So it's literally like Yeah, equal. we start a little bit later. Yeah. And I was also packing a few orders, For what? you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> For what? Labyrinthab.com, I was packing a few orders. You know that little pre-sale that I had going on in my website? It wasn't a few. It was maybe like a 50, oh, you know, like like a God. 50, you know? That's crazy. I, I had so much anxiety because I was packing day and night for three days straight all of these orders. Yeah. And it was my first time packing these orders. It actually, it actually ended up being really peaceful and nice. So I really liked packing all those orders. But in the meantime, I told Mashuna, I was like, we got to record today mm-hmm. because I got finals and we got to get it done. But we're so sorry that we missed an episode because it is December and we didn't want to end on a bad note. But all right, welcome back to Difficult Dish. Di- sorry, I missed. Did <laughs> you forget long. the name it's of the podcast? <laughs> welcome back to Difficult Dish, a podcast about different South Asian experiences. I'm Mahua. 
I am Mashnun. So today we're going to be talking about the cons of moving out. We did make、uh, an episode previously about the pros about moving out and just how we did it, and really all of the insights of of that. So、uh, since a lot of you guys haven't moved out yet, or you're waiting for the courage to, or you just need info about it. We thought that it would be a disservice if we didn't also talk about the difficult parts of it and the negative negative parts of it. So here we are with our insight. Yeah, I think moving out is like a super hot topic、um, that that we get a lot. Like whenever we post like an advice session Q and A thing, like a lot of the things are about moving out, and、um, I get it because like we're the only people that like look like us that have moved out. Of our parents' house, like not for school, you know, just for like ourselves and and for work and and whatever. So like, also I must say that also, <laughs> also I must say that it's so nice to feel trustworthy and feel like we're actually giving insight because I have so many people and friends that come up to me asking me for advice on moving out or just anything in general, and it's really nice to feel like you have that reputation. So if you guys haven't heard like the other episodes that we have about moving out, I think we have episode like twelve or thirteen. I don't know the number. We have one on moving out, and I think on like every advice episode we talk about, you know, the the major things that people talk about when it when it comes to moving out, whether it be finances, um, you know, like the the you know the pretty side, the the beautiful side behind moving out. Like we talk about it a lot. So if you guys are looking for like that kind of stuff. We definitely have episodes on that, but I think on this episode we're gonna focus more on just like, you know, some of the sad kind of parts about it and some of the difficult parts about moving out. Like obviously we can talk forever about the luxuries that come with it, but、mm-hmm. there's also a lot of struggles and and there's a lot of stuff that we gotta worry about, a lot of stuff that we have to work on a lot. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, we are so grateful for the position that we're in, and we're not complaining in any way. We just wanna. Bring some more awareness because I know I get a lot of DMs and a lot of people actually come up to me asking me about moving out and it would be kind of a disservice to just talk about the good parts. So at the end of the day, we do do just want to help you guys because a lot of you are looking for the courage or the motivation to do it. So this is the point of that episode. So yeah, so you moved out before me. So what are your negative parts with moving out? Um, I think like. The biggest one for me was the、uh, the the family side of it.、Um, it it was just my mom at home, so that's the biggest reason why I didn't want to move out because I didn't want to leave my mom alone. And you know, it was it was a whole ordeal trying to convince her of you know the positives that are gonna be coming out of it. I think it's important to remember it's like your parents don't. They don't see any positives of you moving out. You know, they don't comprehend that it is a positive thing. You know, and you tell them the whole spiel about like, oh, you want to be more independent, you want to learn how to cook and clean, and don't want to worry about them. And like, that's all like fine and well, but like at the end of the day, your parents don't really get that. They're like,、oh, they're like, why do you why do you want to do all that on your own? It's you got me kind of thing. And um, I think that's kind of where my mom was on. And、um, you know, it took a while for me to convince her, and I had to keep reminding her, like, "Yo, I'm 15, 20 minutes away. Like, I'm not spend, I'm not a city away. I'm not a state away. I'm not any of that kind of stuff." 
yeah it was just uh it it was it was a big deal for her and you know in the beginning i had to go home a lot and i still go home a lot um maybe not as much nowadays but in the beginning i really had to tend to my mom twice as much as i was before and it was really tough because you know before i moved out i was already giving my mom like a bunch of my time i was already taking care of her but now that you know i feel like we we have to remember that if we do want to move out we are then obligated to put even put like twice as much effort into our parents because that's kind of like the price that we have to pay you know like we get the luxury of living by ourselves the price we pay is we have to give our families 10 times as much time as we were while we were home and and um and that's tough so I had to go home a lot and I had to deal with you know the emotional side of her and I had to tend to her a lot and and it did you know bring me down pretty often as much as it was when I was at home and um you know that that emotional side of getting your parents on board with it you know even if you convince them um that you want to move out and they're like okay with it in the beginning the reality is like they're not going to be okay with it for the whole time like they'll find the fun in it like the first week they'll buy you your whatever but it's like in the coming weeks then it's like the extra phone call a day then it's like the oh like you know you're you're coming home tonight right like you know and then it's like you're like mom i was there last night (laughs) like i you know i it's come like can't come home every single night and then that kind of stuff just really gets them and me and my mom have a really strong connection so like i could sense when it was getting to her and and for that it was getting to me and i think a big a big part of like the the struggle in the beginning was just giving my mom the the time that she needed and that she deserved but like still like and having to like manage my frustration in that like mom like i i moved out because i wanted more time to myself but like i moved out and now i'm giving even more even more time to you and it's like it didn't even make sense to move out and that's kind of again the the price we have to pay and it's something that like really messed with me a lot and um i know i know your mom kind of asks you to go home fairly often too and and you don't have like the you know you don't have the the luxury of just like driving home in like 15 minutes whenever so like yeah I remember when I was first moving out, I was really having my doubts and I was feeling very guilty. I was like, okay, maybe I really don't need to move out. Maybe like it will get better at home and I don't need to just leave, you know? And I really almost didn't move out because I was just like scared, first of all. Second, I just thought they would feel forever guilty and I'd feel forever guilty or like, no, they'd feel forever upset that I moved out. And so it was really hard for me. And I know even my friend today asked me, how I actually ended up moving out and how she, how I, um, sh- like made them feel supported and I didn't feel guilty. And it's really hard because, like, there's always that, that pushback and you feel like you have to stay and you feel like you don't want to make your parents upset, you know? And, but obviously, I ended up moving out. And my mom, especially, she calls me a lot, especially in the beginning. She used to call me every hour. And I would get upset sometimes because, like, I literally just talked to you, you know? But then I know Mishun, like, always tells me, like, you know, it's a it's an adjustment. It's something that they have to get accustomed to. And I have been used to them calling frequently. 
And I go home every single weekend. So I go home on Friday and I come back on Sunday. And sometimes my mom will ask, um, why don't you stay until Monday? Why don't you stay until Tuesday? And it's like, it's really hard for me to stay for four out of the seven days in a week. Because like, I have my own things to do at home. And like, this is a whole other thing. But when I go back home to my parents' house, it's really hard for me to stay on task. It's really hard for me to stay motivated. Because we're, when you're in an environment that makes you feel like you're that person again, like it makes you feel very closed off and restricted and feels like you're that one person again. So I don't really feel like myself when I'm home and I don't get productive. And, and I understand, you know, she wants her daughter to be home on the weekends because, you know, you think that you're free on the weekends, you don't have school. But honestly, on the weekends, I have more work. And so it's hard for me to stay at home for four days a week. So that is a pro and a con because a con is, you know, you have to go home more frequently, but also it's expected considering you left home and you don't live there anymore and that's the least you can do. And it's also a pro because there might be a chance for you to get closer to your family, which I've been doing once I go home every week now. But honestly, like if you move out, you really have to be aware of the fact that it's not like you're out of mind, out of sight, you know? It's not like that. Like, you really do have to do your part in in um, connecting with your family and going out of your way to hang out with them, even when you feel like you're busy. I don't even think it's, like, the the time that you have to give them that is annoying or that is a con. It's, like, you know, having to adjust your mindset to, like, not get mad at the fact that, like, you have to do that. I feel like when it starts happening... We're really quick to be like, no, mom, I, I'm, I'm moved out or like, obviously not like that, but like, you know, to like kind of push it away and, you know, we'll go do it and because we kind of have to, but like, we'll still be upset. But I think like my point is like you, the, the con is having to switch the way that you're thinking to like not get upset with those types of things. You know, you have to be okay with going home super often. You have to be okay with talking to your mom just as much. And um, I feel like that's like pretty hard for, for a lot of people because their whole motive for moving out is to, is to have, you know, some, some distance, but it's like, it, it's like, yeah, you'll have that physical distance, but it's really important to keep in mind that like, if you're looking to move out that like, you're not going to get emotional distance from your parents. Like you're going to actually get closer to like the emotional side of it um, between you and your parents. Cause like you're going to have to talk to them just as much as you probably were at home. And like, I'm sure there are kids who like probably don't really talk to their parents too much when they're at home, you know, whatever kind of um, family life like you got going on. But once you do mo- move out, like it's going to be a really big change for everybody. And obviously like change is great, but like change could also be, super tough so i also just want to interject and mention the fact that i'm having my own pop-up shop at uh. Chai. so if you're listening <laughs> to this on friday december 17 i'm having my pop-up shop on sunday december 19th what so time would like it's from 4 p.m to 8 p.m so if you're in the new york area right. if you're listening to this on time please come through it's my first ever pop-up shop and i am very nervous but I'm going to be selling my um, villages from villages to privileges apparel. Mm. And you can have some, you know, Malai Kulfi boba or right. some mango Kulfi Maybe boba. Maybe an autograph. You can do some autograph sweaters. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I, I autograph want one. sweaters. I want one. 
Um, yeah, so I'm very excited. Mashun is actually supposed to be getting the sweatpants that he ordered for me tomorrow. So I am sorry that we're interjecting so randomly in the episode. It's just like we haven't talked to you guys in so long. It's just we're excited now. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh, publishing my book on Amazon. It's up on Amazon right now. Don't go. Don't go looking for it. I still need to um, edit it. I'll probably have it edited before this goes out. But um, yeah, I'm getting my first copy on Wednesday and I'm really excited. Yes, sir. Publish out there coming through. 94th yes, student sir. coming through. Uh, what you know about that? Okay, what's what's uh what's your your next point? What's something that you don't like about moving out? Something else that is a little bit silly but <laughs> kind of big for me considering I'm not wasteful and I hate wasting anything. When you're moved out, you start to realize how much food you waste. Like mm-hmm. now I realize why my mom just left food in the fridge even if it was like expired, like oh, I'll eat it later. Oh, it's fine mm-hmm. to eat. It's because you end up wasting so much, especially if, you, if you're if you in a family of four, you know? But, like, just me alone, if I don't eat something, like, for example, I had to throw out um, beans the other day. Mm. I opened beans for my tacos, and I made it, and then I forgot about it, or I just assumed that they would be fresh for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I had to throw them out because there was mold in it. Mold! Oh. Okay. I know. And then... Today, I had to throw out my pasta sauce, and it's so sad. <laughs> Why'd you throw out your pasta sauce? That lasts a while in the fridge. No, you're supposed to make it after three days of opening. Listen, like... No, I opened it, and it doesn't smell good. Three Don't days? Doubt me. Yeah. Do you keep it in the fridge? Yes. That does Listen, not this make is a, sense. This is a conversation for another day. <laughs> no, but, but you're right. Um, When I... <laughs> It's really funny that you say that. I remember my the first grocery order I I had when I moved out. <laughs> I moved no, out. this is gonna be Listen, stupid. I've moved out. I've been outside for like. This seven, man eight goes grocery now. shopping every day. Listen, my first order. I remember I I bought like a hundred fifty dollars worth of shit. Wait, so let excited. me just say, you know how people have like safe spaces, like oh, you know the Brooklyn uh, Bridge, like the library, like you know. His, like, I love Publix. Publix. I love his, Publix. His safe space is Publix, the grocery store. Listen, if if you're from the south, you know you know about Publix. Shut the y'all, hell up. Y'all northerners, do, y'all northerners, y'all northerners don't northerners. Y'all northerners don't. Okay, <laughs> northerners don't know about none of that. Um, my first order uh, from Publix, you know, I got all the essentials, right? Mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ranch, no way, you know, man just said Chick fil A sauce, honey mustard, all that. Frozen fries. Did you just fries, stock up with sauces instead of actual <laughs> yeah. food? I'm a saucy boy. I got a lot of those. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I got was, you know, a nice little carton of oat milk. Because I was like, oh, like, you know, I like oat milk. I'll, I'll use this sometime. It's still in my fridge. <laughs> it's been seven months. No, honestly, like, when you first go grocery shopping, you get so excited. You buy so much yeah. stuff. Do you remember when you came to my apartment for the first time and you're like, why do you have more food than I do? Yeah. Bro, you have literally like 65 chicken breasts. Why do you have so many in your freezer? Different My variety goodness. of halal chicken. But yeah, I um I still have oat milk. Um So what's and, your advice for not wasting food? Um <laughs> I I think I think first off it's like if you're going to buy groceries, you like don't eat out until you finish your groceries. I think a big reason why I um, tend to throw away a lot of my stuff is because, like, I'll buy groceries, but, like, I'll cook, like, half the time. (laughs) 
And it's like, that's not the point of buying groceries. Like, you buy the you groceries. You eat out every single day. No, I don't eat out every single day. I haven't eaten out today. I got a coffee outside. That doesn't count as eating. But, um, <laughs> but, um, no, I'll, I'll buy stuff and I'll be like, <laughs> and, and it, it's also like, I buy stuff and I'm just like, I'm going to use this. But it's like, you can't think like that. You have to like, like already like have it set in your head that like at this time on this day, I'm using this. And not just kind of like, oh, like, I'll use this. I'll use this one day. Like, I bought, I've bought in parsley. I think, like, I bought this parsley, like, a month ago. <laughs> what the this hell par- did you put parsley in? To, you know, sprinkle on top of, like, my pasta and my rice and stuff. Oh, yeah? But it's, like, it's still, it's literally yellow. Like, it's brown. Ew. It's still in my fridge, you know? Take it out. <laughs> this is... All okay, right, I'm, if you're I'm, listening to this, I'm, this is a sign that you should clean out No, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. But, like, okay, like, on a serious tip, like, wasting food is, like not cool like i i hate wasting food too and it's i've gotten a lot better at it i buy like a lot less and it's like like i have the luxury of walking or driving to like the grocery store that's super close to me whenever i want so like if you're really close to your grocery store you have no reason to be buying a bunch of shit like because you can Mm. go whenever you want you too yeah like you literally live right across the street from your grocery store why yeah. do you have 65 chicken breasts <laughs> in your freezer? No, honestly speaking, the chicken breast is halal, so you can't really buy that anywhere else. So that's exclusive. Like, that's something that I have to get specialty. For my- <laughs> you literally live in the middle of Bangladesh, but New York form. Like, you <laughs> can get halal chicken. Don't you go, go to your neighbors like that. But anyway, oh my God. I, another tip before we freaking move on from the stupid ass topic that you want to drag you, on you bro wow <laughs> um you should buy frozen food this is an advice that mushun told me i don't know why he didn't mention it but he said to buy mm. frozen foods so instead of buying like just apples and all these fresh foods that can go to waste buy frozen fro- frozen buy frozen versions so it doesn't go to waste and it's, you, you know, don't even have fresh. to i mean this is like a very like elementary tip but like and, like, if you get apples, and you could just, like, cut up the apples and just put them in your freezer, you know, like, and that just, mm. like, makes them last a lot longer. You don't, you don't have to buy a frozen version of, of everything. You can pretty much freeze anything. I mean, you know pretty well on <laughs> <laughs> your chicken breasts. My God. <laughs> Freaking 65 chicken breasts, 112 fillets of salmon. You have everything in there. There's, like, Narnia in there. Narnia? Oh, my God. <sighs> all um, right continue you're gonna annoy us done <laughs> um um another thing about moving out this is like common sense but it doesn't hit you until it hits you in the face the money aspect mm. the money aspect is huge tell me why the other day i was so excited i was like okay like i don't have to pay the first month of rent is free oh, no Tell me why they charged me for two months of rent <laughs> all at once. I was crying. They took an automatic um, withdrawal from my account because I have automatic deposit. And I was literally crying. Yeah. Like, that was thousands of dollars just gone, just on rent. And that's fine because it's, like, expected. But it's also hard because even if you have a stable job stable income it's something that you're never willing to actually do and so that money aspect is a very big thing on top of that i have my own business so i was adding a lot of money on top of that 
And then decoration, furniture, groceries, all of that. So it adds up a lot. So you really have to make sure that you're ready to make that jump. Because honestly, like, I don't know if you ever are going to be ready for that. I think the the bigger lesson is like, you know, you, you can definitely listen to this. You like you <laughs> really like we spend so much money on just bullshit that we don't even need, you know, what and you just mean? Like, like what? OK, not bullshit, but it's like you'll you'll get something thinking that like you're like in your your past life still like not paying rent. And like you'll get all these things, and then the rent True. payment will come, and then once the rent payment comes, you're like, "Oh shit, I probably shouldn't have bought," you know, th- like that, uh, right? And True. it's like we spend so much money on just like stuff that we don't need. And, like I'm, I'm like, I'm fault to this. You're fault to fault to this. Like you're a big fault to this. I don't know what that <laughs> emphasis was, but you bought special boxes <laughs> for <laughs> your clothing when your clothing already came in boxes. Why did you have to buy different no, boxes? No, I wanted to buy special boxes. They're not even special. Come on. I wanted to fit them under my bed. Those anyway, fit under your bed. Regardless of the boxes. Regardless those of the boxes. fit under your bed. Like, you can't no, even say No, those that. boxes don't. All right. Regardless of the boxes. I think something really important is to... I have to actually do this. I've been really procrastinating. To write down every single month the definite purchases that you need. So that includes your rent, that includes the bills that you have for Wi-Fi, electric, whatever it is. So write down the the official, like, no way to get around it, bills and um, payments that you have. That way you can see, oh shit, this is the amount of money that's coming in my bank account every month, no matter what. And then on top of that, write, like, n- necessities that you might need. So, like, food and, like, whatever. And then after that, budget out the wants and the non-necessities, you know? That's something I really have to do because out of every month, I get all of these charges. I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting that, even though I really am. Yeah. But really, like, seeing it on paper, it makes it so much more easier to control and um, finance. We think that, like, so many of our wants are, like, actually needs when they're really not. You know, like, there are so many things that we buy that we really don't need. Um, and I, I think, like, before, like, the budgeting, before, like, putting money aside and everything, it's just, like, realizing that, you know, again, like, if you're if you're moving out, you can't live the same life you were living when you're at home. Unless you're a freaking billion trillionaire. So, as you guys know, um, on our Instagram, we ask you guys, I always say this part wrong. Um, we, we tell you guys about our, um, upcoming episode topic and we ask for some of your words slash phrases slash questions, um, about it. And, um, here are some of the ones that we got. Our Instagram is at difficultish. Uh, difficultish. Difficultish on Instagram. 700 followers. It's crazy. We're only four months in. It's December. So it's hitting the end of the year. We're only four months in. We already got 700 followers. We got a good amount of listeners. And we're really proud of ourselves. So thank you so much for tuning in and supporting us. Mm. Um, so one of the points, kind of what we talked about, um, well, I'll combine a few in one. But essentially, you know, leaving your parents behind, wondering if they'll be okay without you, convincing your parents, maintaining a healthy relationships um, slash borders after you do move out. So what are some tips of like 
how to make sure that like the relationship with your parents is good and apart from that like making sure that they're good without you you know honestly like so many people don't move out because they're scared that their parents are going to be okay they're scared that their parents are always going to be mad at them and they just have this you know fear and honestly it is a very logical fear i've had that fear too and that guilt but but like your parents are going to be okay your parents are grown adults they know how to take care of themselves and also you're not leaving from their lives forever it's not like you're moving out and that's that's it bye bye like no you're literally probably gonna make more effort now because you're moved out you realize that you're not with them anymore and you know that you have to spend the time that you do have with them um in a good way valuable valuably you have to spend the time that you have with them um in any way that you can in a good way and you can't be yelling at them and be mad at them the whole time so i feel like honestly the move really just makes you guys closer and it makes a relationship a lot better Obviously, it is a little bit tough in the beginning because your parents might still be upset. They still might not understand why you left in the first place. But it's kind of like a collective group effort in making the relationship better. It's actually mostly you, the person that moved out. It's up to you to make that initiative to want to go home. It's up to you to make the initiative to like take them out more and do all of these different things. And yeah, don't don't let the fear of like upsetting your parents or being scared that your parents are, aren't going to be able to um, live by themselves stop you from moving out and being independent and growing but like apart from that you know for me that like that is the one thing that kept me from moving out it was because I was so sure that like my my mom wasn't going to be okay without me like that's the one reason like I could afford yeah, it, it was, yeah like, me too it was it was just like and and I knew I wouldn't have trouble convincing her. I knew it would be like difficult, but like whatever, I would have gone through it. The one reason why I waited so long was literally because I didn't want to leave her alone. Going back to what you were saying, if you're scared that they're not going to be good without you, realize that like, you know, yeah, your life is changing with you moving out, but their life is going to change as well. And it is going to change for the better. I think, you know, your lead up to the, you know, the point of you moving out has to be super calculated and super articulate. You really have to think about the way that you're going to bring this up, the reassurance that you're going to give them, and just keep reminding them that it's not just, you know, for you, it's it's for the whole family, you know, it's for to to not only to like bring stuff back, but like you not being at home anymore is going to help them grow in a way that like they could never imagine and obviously because they they don't think about this kind of stuff so you know we can't get upset with them for not being on board and we can't be upset with them for getting upset when the stuff comes into fruition but it's just like the constant reassurance of of reminding them that like it's for them as well like they are going to become so much more independent and they're not going to depend on you anymore and even if that's something that like they don't really care about they're not looking forward to remind them that like you know like life is like super grand like life can be very beautiful when you don't build these dependencies on each other when you find like that that love for yourself when you when you find like the the happy moments throughout the day that that aren't obligated on other people you know just find that kind of stuff finding solitude like solo and 
you know, it's obviously the stuff is super hard to tell our parents and they're going to look at us weird. But it's like, it's not like a one-time conversation. This kind of stuff you, you tell them every single day. And that's what I was doing with my mom. Yeah, honestly, I know a lot of people message me and the, our podcast account saying that it's hard to have that topic of conversation with your parents because, you know, how do you even talk to them about moving out or being independent? It's, it's like kind of foreign for them. But it really is important to start slowly and progress um, more and more. And also, this is a move for yourself to be independent and to grow. But also, this move, even if you are scared to make it, is a very big, um, it's a very big part where your parents can also be independent. Like, I know that my parents have always revolved their identity around their kids and they still do. It's, it's a very common thing where your parents' whole identity and being and existence is dependent on their kids. And now that both of us are out of the house, we, we see that our parents are starting to see, like have more fulfillment from themselves and from each other. And there's literally a treadmill that I ordered to my house for my dad because he wants to exercise. And it's been in the middle of my living room the past week because he doesn't know how to put the batteries in and put it together. And I am going to help them put it in, but I'm pretty sure that if I didn't help them and, like, I didn't find the time to do it, they would end up doing it themselves, which is something that they would never probably do before because, you know, both me and my brother were home and they kind of just expected us to do it. So... It is both a learning experience for, for both you and your parents. So, you know, just keep going. So all of our questions or a majority of them were essentially about how to deal with the family side. And I think that like goes to show that this is what people are stressing about the most um, when it comes mm-hmm. to moving on. Like they can they can manage every other aspect. But like I'll go over one more being um, uh, how to deal with emotional black pa- black male from your parents you get a lot of blackmail a lot of guilt tripping i got a lot of guilt tripping i got blackmailing and i feel like that type of negative energy from them really made me doubt myself and that was also why i was feeling so you know confused when i was about to move out because i thought that i wasn't ready and capable enough because of all of the you know look down on comments and just, you know, them inflicting their own pain on me because they didn't want me to leave. So they tried doing whatever they could to get me to stay, even if it was negative. And yeah, that is really hard to get over. And honestly, it's it's a double-edged sword because first, it's, it's a negative thing because it hurts you and you feel insecure. You feel like you're not confident enough to actually make that move because, you know, they're making you feel shitty about yourself. Or it's a positive thing where it kind of pushes you to to the brink and it actually causes you to move out because you can't deal with it anymore, right? It can be both things. And honestly, it's really hard. And if you're really in that position where you're getting that blackmail and all those negative comments, I feel like it is best to get yourself out of that situation. I know that response is your parents probably just being scared and not wanting you to leave, but... If that's how it is going to be when it's when it's something that you're disagreeing with them on, 
then it's probably going to be every single thing after that where they feel where they can just kind of walk all over you and give you negative comments for whatever it is that you're not agreeing with them on. So I think it's important to remember that, like, you know, dealing with blackmail, dealing with like guilt tripping, like you think about how, like, you know, like energy never dies, right? Like energy never like passes. It just like takes different forms. So the way that they're treating you in a negative manner is because they have difficulty finding that outlet through like a positive manner. You know, mm-hmm. I think just just thinking about parental relationships and kind of like they're they're bringing these like dark emotions upon you because it's difficult for them to bring the light light emotions upon you is is important. And that's something that I, I really keep in mind whenever my mom gets upset with me. Or frustrated about something I'm doing or something I'm not doing. I, I understand that it's like it's it's out of love, right? Like it's it's she she's meaning to love me, but she's having difficulty finding that outlet um to do so. And it's my obligation to help her like guide her to like the light per se. As in like, you know, show her that like I understand like what you're saying, but there, there are better ways to go about this. There are better ways to, to reach me. There, there yeah. are better ways to, to talk to me. You said it so much more eloquently and better than what I said. I feel like my thoughts were very jumbled with that. I'm, I think what I'm trying to say is that if you're in a toxic household and toxic, toxic relationship, then you should try your best to get out of that. And you shouldn't have to deal with that and make your mental health go so bad. But I'm talking about, you know, all all the way in the extremes if, if, if it's that bad and um something that i saw recently is that if you are used to toxic relationships you know in your partner and then you start dating someone that's better for you and you're in a healthy relationship it's so hard to unlearn all of those toxic habits and you know embrace that healthy relationship and that makes me think about how your parents are so used to toxic mentalities because of the way that they were raised and think about how hard it is for them to unlearn everything that they've learned and you know provide a healthy relationship for you i don't know why that reminded me of that but yeah yeah i feel like it's just um keep in mind how much they're trying to get over all the things that they've learned and how they're trying to raise you and um keep give them some you know give them some um What's that word? Right. What's that word? Give, Tell them, me, give them, give them some, some of the stuff. <laughs> give them some, you know. Some, some of the stuff. Give them a break. Right. All right. Anyway, you got a ten second advice. Uh, um. Um. No. <laughs> I don't. Think of one. I advise you to uh, buy my book. It's coming out soon. Um, yeah. You Is got that something? your 10 second advice? You got something better or not? You're telling me you missed out last week's episode to say that as your advice? <laughs> yeah. I advise you to buy my book. <laughs> right. It's a good one, right? Start again. At least I'm not taking six and a half years to think of one. Go ahead. My 10 second advice is if you have something to do, and you're pushing it for later, just do it now. Don't let it pile up because during finals week, I mean, this is expected during finals week. And, you know, when I was packing all those orders, my apartment was such a mess. 
I had dishes in the sink, and I'm not a dirty person. I'm very clean and organized. I had dishes in the sink. I had dirty clothes. I had, you know, just everything was a mess. And my thoughts have gone array because of how disorganized everything was. And I'm like, all right, after I'm done, I'm going to clean this. After this, I'm going to clean that, but whatever. But after a while, like everything piled up so much, it just made me more overwhelmed. So when you're thinking of doing something, just do it then because you're going to always push it back or you're always going to say that you're going to do it later or when you have more time and just do it then. It's going to make your life so much more simpler and relaxed. How many seconds was that? I'm just, listen, it's just a question. It's just listen, a question. if you don't have anything else to say on top of that, then I, I advise you to stop talking because your advice was buy your book and it's not even out yet. So you know what? <laughs> just continue. No, you told me to stop talking, so I will. It's your podcast now. <laughs> Difficult <laughs> <Shut> to <laughs> with Mohu Khan. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else. Thank you guys for listening to our episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. It is the end of the year. And we love you guys. We're feeling very grateful. So we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Listen out. Spotify, download, Apple Podcast, review, Instagram, follow. Goodbye. (laughs) I love this. Bye, everyone.